Today's show is sponsored by MakerTable. Log on to makertable.film for more information. MakerTable, crafting emotionally driven content for brands and agencies. Welcome back to the Cinema Bacon Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Polly, and with me today is... Chris Newby. Jonathan Higgins. Guys, thank you so much for joining us for this third episode of the second season of Cinema Bacon. I've really... Guys, I've really um, enjoyed um, the listeners. I mean, I feel like they've been really uh, reacting well uh, to our new show and kind of a more you know steady schedule. Yeah, it's crazy. I see people on the street sometimes that say, you're on that show, Cinema Bacon, right? I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. How did you know that? Did people actually say that to you? Uh, Well, my house. They just they just heard you talking. They heard your voice, and they were like, "Oh, hey, you're on Cinema Bacon." That's exactly what happened, actually. (laughs) Uh, But seriously, you guys, uh, it's been really cool. I feel like there's been a lot of good reception, and it's been great hearing from you guys. So thank you so much for for listening to our show. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, I know uh, tonight Whitney was going to join us. She wasn't able to to join us, but. uh, she she left a voicemail, so feel free to uh, to st- stick around to the end of the episode. That we've got a few listener voicemails, um, and thank you so much if you've uh, left a voicemail. But uh, today's show, the main topic is the main topic is going to be Suicide Squad, Yay. the the new DC Warner Brothers film uh, that I'm sure many of you have seen, many of you liked, lots of you didn't like, but. We're going to be uh, talking about that in our main segment. Chris We're also for that. We, have a, we have a lot of opinions. We have opinions. You always, you always do, Chris. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're also going to be talking about what we've been watching. We're going to go over some listener voicemails there at the end. We're going to be playing Cinema Categories again this week. And uh, we're also going to do a new segment, which I'm really excited about, which, uh, you know, if it's popular, we'll bring back for some future episodes. But um, first, yeah, let's, let's dive into what we've been watching. <laughs> been watching Jonathan how about you start us off this week all right so as y'all know my cliche Netflix binge watchings <laughs> consist of the following so recently my wife and I have been re-watching friends and friends oh again yes friends is one of those shows that oh my gosh. to me is a classic tale of friendship with a little bit too much of the sexiness <laughs> but it, it's charming. It's funny. It's always funny. I always laugh every time I watch an episode. So I, I heard a joke once about um, just foreign people. They would think that you know every you know adult in America is like the, the characters on Friends. And the, I just, this, <laughs> America's just full of white people. Yeah, a, a bunch of white people just having <laughs> sex with each other in these huge New York lofts. That is I think, terrible. I think you could say that with this show too. I watched the series finale before I watched the actual show because back then my parents were watching it. And I felt weird. I felt weird about watching it because of all the sex in it. As a kid, watching it with your parents, and I was like, oh, "This is weird." I probably didn't even understand that stuff was going on at that point. You really didn't. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get it until like you rewatched it, and you're like, "This is a pretty terrible show, content-wise." But then you watch it. Now we watch it again continually continuously in our house. So yeah. So watch that Dexter. I'm about to finish up that series. So 
Dexter's just a... I don't know why I'm watching it again, but I am. It was just popped up on my Netflix. You know, I really love that. I mean, we watched it pretty close together. The first three seasons, even four. The fourth season was good. Um, I really liked, but I I fell off. And then the last season, I didn't even watch. But I, from you, I heard that. So I'm anybody that's a fan of Dexter, they were probably not a fan of Dexter after the last episode aired because of how it wrapped up. But I'm almost there. I'm going to watch it again, give it a second chance, and then never watch you, it again do you want to so I feel like Dexter was a pretty popular show at one point what's Dexter about why do you like it so much so Dexter is a story of a during the day a mild mannered blood spatter analyst for Miami Metro homicide so That's you think he's, he's a normal guy but at night well really during the, at all times he's a serial killer and so it's a story of him trying to catch and kill other serial killers in Miami and save his sister or save himself or and he's like obsessed with blood right like that's his whole he was like, born in blood he was, and that's why molded you know, by it. it makes it so interesting that he's a blood splatter analyst for yes. <laughs> so so uh, premise wise it's a really clever it's premise a, i think but it's easy to overdo when you run out of ideas oh i thought you were talking about the cartoon network show Oh, not Dexter. Dexter's Laboratory. Oh, not Dexter's Laboratory. You could never... Out- that show got real dark <laughs> real quick there. Man. A, he's a, a mild-mannered scientist. A child <laughs> scientist. scientist. Child Until scientist. his sister <laughs> Man. ruins everything. It's basically the, sh- the same show. It's the same show. It's the same show. You know, right? Right? Uh, no? Not at all? It's in Miami. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> it's always hot. Only difference. Uh, last thing, I started Top Spin. Haven't finished it. Top Spin's basically a ping-pong documentary. I talked about that last um, week. Because at work, I play countless amounts of ping pong. Success partners. What up? Um, so. It's some good inspiration for next next tournament. It's really depressing because I'm nowhere near as good as these people that are on it. But it's good motivation for me to try and achieve the impossible. That's really inspiring. Oh, I really like that, Josh. That's really good. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> really good. Well, I'm, I'm going to actually go second instead of last this time, but it's going to tie in. This first thing's going to tie in with you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one of my buddies on, on Facebook the other night uh, posted um, just out of the blue, hey, Pete's Dragon showing tonight, uh, David Lowry and, uh, and, and Toby, I forget his last name. The other the, guy. The, the, the other writer in attendance. Um, so I hopped on, uh, bought two tickets ASAP. Uh, and uh, the next night, me and Chris were at the Alamo Draft House in Dallas. Once again, another shout shout out to my favorite theater. Um, we uh, we watched Pete's Dragon, and there's a little Q and A with David Lowry and Toby, writer guy. Uh, I re- you want to look up his name so I can give him yeah, credit. let's give him some credit. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, watch Pete's Dragon. Man, really great film. I really loved um, what they did with um, you know an existing Disney property. Um, and made it made it, really made it their own. Great uh, like family drama with some fantastical elements in it. Uh, really felt like you know a live action Pixar film. You know just really sweet. Uh, lots of you know endearing moments. Really great characters. Um, but Toby Hallbrooks. Hallbrooks. Both yeah, uh, both guy. Dallas filmmakers. David Lowry um, made a, a feature called Eighth Body Saints. Um, years back with uh, Rooney Mara and Casey Affleck, um, really great film, and he's he's done a lot of uh, done a lot of shorts, and he writes and edits a lot of. He was actually the editor on Upstream Color, which is another you know Dallas film. Um, 
but uh, it's really cool that they um, even a movie like Pete's Dragon, huge Disney film, shot like 100% in New Zealand. A lot of the crew uh, was from Dallas, you know, local people. Um, Daniel Hart, who's uh, in a band called Dark Rooms, he's uh, a Dallas musician. Uh, he did this score, really great score. I mean, uh, really cool orchestral, you know, score, which was awesome. But uh, really inspiring uh, kind of Q&A, just seeing these two super chill, laid back, uh, like really down to earth, you know, filmmakers who are doing huge things, uh, doing, they're actually writing a Peter Pan, um, a script for Peter, they're, you know, Disney's redoing their whole back catalog of animated films that's live action. So they're writing a Peter Pan uh, draft, which is awesome. But it's so cool to like hear them, you know, just having you know relationships with different people they ended up getting the gig to to write pete's dragon they won that and then disney was just like hey you uh you want to direct this <laughs> uh and so they you know david lowry directed the film you know his first you know big budget hollywood film uh so yeah i just i really love the film really love the experience of uh attending that q a uh but yeah, Chris, you want to say if you, you got any yeah. add-ons to that? Uh, yeah, Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon was pretty cool. Um, I, I think that's the second time I've ever been to Alamo Draft House within the... Man, I think it's the last time I went, it was like probably 10, 12 years ago. So really cool experience, a lot of fun. Um, just from like the beginning of getting to the theater to like the end of it. They forgot your popcorn. I noticed that. Oh, they did forget my popcorn. Uh, but they didn't charge me for it. So thanks, yeah. thanks for that. I'm gonna draft. They were wa- they were watching your uh, uh, your wait for you. Yeah, because that milkshake <laughs> was so good. But a lot. That's a lot of milkshake for six bucks. That giant milkshake was awesome. Um, but yeah, it was great. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was kind of a cool. I was telling Ryan on the way home. We were just talking about how like if you listen to like a music album and you hear i think i was talking about my wife about this like you hear somebody talk about the music that they make it changes the way that you hear an album and i feel like it's the same way for a movie like you when you meet the director and him talk about the movie it changes the way that you see the film for sure and so uh really really kind of cool thing just these really quirky guys talking about a movie that they made about you know something that they were like hey cool this is a movie that we made and here it is and so i mean it really wasn't they didn't like act like they were better than anybody they were just a really nice sweet group of guys so. yeah that was one of the one of my favorite parts about it was just how chill yeah. uh and down to earth they were because <laughs> it was just very refreshing uh to see but uh yeah so pete's dragon was i, I encourage uh, it's probably going to be out in theaters a few more weeks go see it if go you can because it. uh it's just a really sweet movie um it's appropriate for the whole family yeah. and it's cool because they're basically disney's disney handed them the reins uh and basically said like it's a movie about a boy named pete and a dragon named elliot write your movie go to town uh with with that in mind uh it's so it's cool because it's something completely original it just has the pete's dragon i guess name uh, attached to it so that was really cool uh but yeah pete's dragon is one thing i've been watching Another another thing I've been watching. So, um, on the last episode, uh, the Stranger Things episode, Chris on his what we've been watching talked about a little show called Terrace House. Striking again with my recommends, uh, guys. A, a Japanese uh, reality show, <laughs> uh, which if you know me, you know I already love Japanese pop culture. Uh, but 
the real world in Japan, I was like, that's a little much. I'm not going to watch a show that's like the real world. But I got home one day, and uh, Whitney was in the living room, and I'm like, hey, what you doing? She's like, I'm watching Terrace House. I'm like, oh, cool. And I was like, oh, it looks like these characters are pretty established. She's like, yeah, this is the fifth episode. (laughs) Uh, uh, So I finished that episode, and I was like, I looked at her, and she's like, you can start at episode one. (laughs) And so we watched through. um, Within four days, we were done with all 18 episodes of the... uh, You're welcome, Ryan. You're welcome. Man, what... (laughs) <laughs> you should watch it. It's, I mean, it's it's, it's a, baffling. It doesn't. You can just you, don't. Can you understand. explain to me what it is? Okay, so I'll. There's a. It's a show called Terrace House. It's existed in Japan for quite a while, but this is the first season that um, has English subtitles. Like and Big Brother. It's no. no it's like real it's, world. It's like the real world. I mean, they're all in one house, but here. So, Netflix, um, uh, like, bought the rights to distribute in America. I think in all around the world. Um, cause Netflix just started in Japan like a year ago, I think. Yeah. Um, but it's basically, there's, uh, three men and three women in one house. Um, they live their regular lives. You know, they're still going to work. They're still doing all their activities, but they all live in this house. And it's basically like people go to like, like find relationships basically, but it's, they all have different personalities. It's like Jersey and, Shore. Is that what Jersey Shore is? No, it's nothing like Jersey Shore. <laughs> no, but they no. all live together. They all live together, and they—they're all going out to find love in but it's, all the wrong places. It's not. It's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, like I can't Jersey believe we're Shore. talking about this stuff, you guys. Oh my um, gosh! Continue. But uh, but yeah, it's the actual <laughs> season is called Terrace House. Uh, what is it? Boys and girls in the city. Yes, I think is what, what it's it called. Is. It's the most Japanese way. But it's so great because I mean, in Japan, people are. I mean, just. Um, to each other, people are so kind, and there's, you know, it's just the the way that their personalities work. It's the culture is just so different from America, and some things like it's very disrespectful to, you know, say your your thoughts. But at the same time, there's a lot of stuff, you know. Immediately, they'll be like, "What's your type?" When 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 they meet you, what's your type? And they'll say, "Look, like one girl, she says, um, I like the type of guy that could survive on a desert island." Uh, and there's like only one guy that's like really buff and like manly and they're like oh yeah <laughs> like this guy definitely no. that guy but it's like it's uh just you start to really love the characters because they're just normal people i mean it's and it's like all unscripted and uh nobody gets naked within the first like five minutes of the show nobody ever gets naked in the whole entire show yeah. unlike so. jersey shore it's nothing like america <laughs> uh no there is this they go swimming the first episode oh yeah uh, but that's like the. Episode. But I think I'm pretty sure it's because it's every episode is like every week, and so it's over three months. And then they extended it, and they're about to bring more episodes of this season. But uh, it's funny because they like went swimming twice, and then like by the fourth ep- fourth episode, they're like, "Yeah, it's too cold to do that outside." <laughs> um, but anyways, Terrace House was just really good. I mean, we mowed through that show. We haven't watched through a show that fast in a really long time, but. Uh, yeah, Terrace House is great. Um, and then the last thing I've been watching, uh, I rewatched, uh, it was the other night, uh, I rewatched Seven Psychopaths. I don't know if you guys saw that. really underrated. Really good movie. Um, I forget the name of the director who made it. He made In Bruges, um, kind of these dark comedies. But I just love, I, I remember, I actually saw Seven Psychopaths 
the same time, so me and Jonathan, uh, I mean, if you look back at our history, we always like go see movies together. Um, it was Mark something, right? Martin McDonough. Martin McDonough. McDonough. Yeah. Uh, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> but uh, we have a very long history of going to see movies together. We, you know, best friends for, since first grade, whatever. Um, but there's this one time he really wanted to see this like horror movie. I forget what it was. Gross. Uh, I think it was that one with uh, he get like watches a videotape or whatever, and it's oh, like the sinister, sinister, sinister. That um, like the ring. And I'm just not. I've not historically never been a big fan of horror movies. Um, Unless they're like classics. Well, the reason I like horror um, movies is because I like to see if they can actually freak me out, since I'm never actually freaked out by them. And yeah. that one actually did. I mean, I'm not going to judge people who are fans of horror movies. I mean, I'm just it's just not... The more you know. But uh, we went to the movies, and I was like, I just did not want to see this movie, but I wanted to really see Seven Psychopaths. And so they were playing at the same time. I was like, meet you outside after? Yep. And then we split up and <laughs> saw these movies. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, I hadn't seen it since I think it, when it came out. It had to be like 2011 or something like that. 2012. 2012. Uh, but I really love that movie. The cast is great. Um, Colin Farrell, um, Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken's in it. Who's the? Um, oh, and uh, what's Sam, it? Sam Rockwell. Yes, oh, Sam yes. Rockwell, who I think is one of the most underrated actors. I think people need to use him more. Also, Woody Woody Harrelson. Uh, yeah, Woody Harrelson's kind of he's one of the psychopaths, one of the bad guys. Um, but really clever um, writing on that movie. I mean, uh, it's a great, great watch. It's on Amazon Prime streaming. If you have, if you have Prime, um, definitely recommend that. But uh, what have you been watching, Chris? Yeah, uh, I got a couple of things. Um, so I've been watching um, again the recommendations of my friends around this table. Uh, started watching Jane the Virgin. Um, as soon as I told my wife that I wanted to watch, she um, she cried in, for joy. Um, cool show. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's I don't know why I'm watching it, but I just get pulled into it more and more every day. Uh, so we're watching that. Um, I watched um, I watched The Little Prince that's on Netflix. Really great animated film. Like such a really cool thing. Like it's like a mixture of CGI and then a mixture of um, of like stop motion animation. Um, so that one was really good. Uh, but I've been watching, one of the shows I've been watching was um, a show on Netflix called Last Chance U, uh, which is a, um, basically it's about a college in Mississippi that um, it's where all like the reject players go who have kind of like flunked out of school and they need a place to go like raise their grades. So it's a junior college in Mississippi called, it's in Scuba. And so it's just about the players, it's about the coach, it's about the um, the academic advisor and how she's trying to get them out and how she's just investing in them and trying to help them as much as possible. Um, that's a really cool show. Um, definitely recommend it. Uh, it's, it has a lot of language in it, so be prepared for uh, a lot of uh, pretty coarse language. So it's not for the whole family. Um, and the last thing, this is more of a listener thing I've been listening to. Uh, so I drive a lot to Carrollton, uh, back and forth for work. And um, I've been listening to uh, WTF with Mark Marin. Um, that show is really great. Just a, he's such a quirky guy, and uh, he just interviews like random people all the time. And uh, I'm ad- admittedly not a huge fan of Mark Marin, but I, I've listened to the podcast a few times and I like it. It's so. it's really weird. Like I feel like it's not something that I would listen to regularly, but I, I for just randomly I picked it up. I was driving home uh, yesterday, and he interviews Kristen Wiig, 
and he's just such a like a easy guy to he's talk to. He's a great to. interviewer. Yeah. That's for sure. He's just such an easy guy to talk to, and I feel like when he just sits down with these people in his garage in California, there he's just chatting. He's chatting it up. So he like he interviews like the most random people. Like he I think he had an interview with the Barack Obama a couple of uh, months ago, and so that was a pretty big deal. But uh, uh, I'd definitely give it a, a listen to uh, if you're on some long drives. But that was, that's pretty good. But um, those have been the big things. I don't have any uh, big twists of things to listen to. Uh, shout out to Great British Bake Off. Uh, new season starts this this week. So uh, if that's you, your claim to fame. Yeah. If you listen, if you're in England, please watch it for me because it's not showing in America. So uh, shout out to them. That's all I got. Great job, guys. That's awesome. Good hey, recommends. Hey, great, great round of uh, of uh, what we've been watching this week. Lots of different stuff. Give us a call nine four zero bacon thirty nine. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, of what we should watch um, maybe something that we should have an episode on uh, just give us a message uh, we're going to be playing all of the listener voicemails from this week at the end of the episode for it. so uh, stick around um, for the end if you uh, if you want to listen to those uh, but yeah leave us a voicemail 940-BACON-39 um, this next segment we're going to jump into cinemas categories you guys ready? yes ready to lose <laughs> Okay, guys, um, I've prepared um, a few different rounds um, that we can have our cinema categories this week. The first one, just since we're doing Suicide Squad, that we do basic comic book movies. Um, so this could be pretty easy, but I know that uh, sometimes you get a little flustered with the time limit. So uh, who wants to start? Jonathan? Comic book movies. Okay, sure. We'll go... Uh, Clockwise. Are we doing one per franchise? We'll just do whatever. Some yeah, it comic matter. book movies. Okay. Okay. We'll go clockwise. So, Chris, you're next. Okay. All right. And go. Spider-Man. Captain America. Thor. Spider-Man 2. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is why. <laughs> um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Thor. Oh, uh, why did I say that? I, bar, bar, bar. I was, was going to say kick-ass, and for some uh, reason I said the same exact thing as the first round. It was the same thing. It was the same exact thing. I guess I have Thor on the oh brain. Oh, my God. Okay, you guys are it. X-Men. Batman. Incredible Hulk. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Man of Steel. First, first, uh, first, 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 uh, X-Men first stand. Was that X-Men right? <laughs> was that? It's first class and the last stand. <laughs> Jonathan Y'all just witnessed history. <laughs> history is being made. History in the making. Jonathan, you just won the first round. We're going to have a lot of uh, listener voicemails on that of how angry they are about all the comic book movies we missed. <laughs> uh, all the Batman for movies. For people that love comic book movies so much. <laughs> it's like Man of Steel. I said Thor, Thor twice in like seven <laughs> seconds. <laughs> he got really happy when he said it. Clint Crawford Thor. is currently yelling into the radio right now. Uh, oh guys, gosh. seriously though, have you seen the uh, behind the scenes photo for photos for Thor Ragnarok? That movie is shaping up to be yes. amazing. Why? I just don't understand. How is Devo, the guy from Devo, going to be the... That he's, is... He's awesome. Have you have you listened to any of his scores? <laughs> no, but I'm so excited. He did like Rushmore, Life Aquatic. Oh, this is gonna be so Lego good. movie. I don't even care. It's gonna be great. I don't even care. Mark Mothersbaugh, dude. He's he's an awesome oh, gonna be so composer. Good. Anyways, uh, next round. Since we talked about Pete's Dragon earlier, I thought it'd be fun to do movies containing drag movies or TV shows containing dragons or dinosaurs. Okay. 
Um, All right. So, Jonathan, since you won, you're going to start off this round again. Okay. <clears throat> and go. American Dragon, Jake Long. <laughs> That's the first one. <laughs> uh, Pete's Dragon. Jurassic Park. That's not a dragon. Dragons are dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Oh, you did say Jurassic Park 2. Jurassic World. The Hobbit, Desolation of Smaug. <laughs> Really? Puff the magic dragon. Okay, he just skipped you. You're out, Jonathan. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. Puff the magic dragon. Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> dragon born? Uh, how to train a dragon. I don't even... You went, so I'm going to go with that. I don't even know what that was a movie. How to train your dragon, too. Aragon. Aragon? Aragon. Aragon, Aragon. 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 Who was that? I don't know. It's a story about a rag. Fanatic. My fanatic. Game of Thrones. Oh, crap. Uh, Dinotopia. That was a thing. Dinosaur. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dinosaurs. The Land Before Time. Land before, we could get this. The Land Before Time. <laughs> Up to <laughs> the Land Before That's no more. All of the Land Before Time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, no. There are not. There is one with, like, Matthew McConaughey back in the day. Um, that's the one I was thinking. A dragon slayer, that's one. I guess that's one. I was thinking of that one too. The dragon. Uh, that was great. Ba, ba, ba. Right. Yeah. Mortal Kombat Pretty two. <laughs> Lost in New York, right? Mortal Kombat two. Lost in New York. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, round three. Since we did um, our first episode of this season, summer movie recap. Um, it was the beginning of the summer. I guess it was halfway through the summer um we did summer movies i thought it'd be fun to revisit that um see if we do any better this round at the end of the summer um and chris since you won the last round we're gonna let you start rules are may to august for summer movies okay okay and go suicide squad captain america civil war star trek beyond peach dragon central intelligence that was right along to you doing that up for <laughs> <laughs> That was not a summer movie. You just lost on purpose just to say Ride Along 2. <laughs> it, was, it was worth it. Oh, it was like not it was worth, worth it. it. That would be so not good. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Okay. Um, here we go. Finding Dory. The Secret Life of Pets. Oh my gosh. Ninja Turtles. Into Darkness. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> Return into Darkness. Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles 2 movie. Oh out, my god. Out of the darkness. Oh, it's so bad. Out of, out of the shadows. Out of the shadows. Okay. Alright, out of the shadows. We'll give it to you. Okay. The Angry Birds movie. Oh my gosh, the Angry Birds movie. Um, I'm pretty sure was Alice in Wonderland a summer movie? Yep. Oh. What's the full title? Alice in Wonderland. Into Darkness. Because <laughs> nobody saw it. Should we cheat? We cheat? Was out of the rabbit hole. Out of the out of the rabbit hole. That's Thanks, two. Jonathan. That's two. You <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. No, you totally Ryan gave wins. it to me. No. Well, no, we gotta keep it going. We gotta, we gotta keep, keep going. Here uh, we go. Okay, you want to say the full title? Okay, uh, Alice in Wonderland into the rabbit hole. <laughs> out of the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> you lose. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, that was funny. I think it's a three-way tie. We did, we want to do rock rock paper scissors right now to settle it. Yeah, because nobody can see okay, us. Here we go. This. Rock, rock paper, paper scissors. scissors. Oh, oh Jonathan won. <laughs> I won. 
Uh, everybody didn't see that. Uh, Jonathan, we, me, both me and Ryan threw rocks, threw uh, scissors. Jonathan threw a rock. I just thank the academy, my mom, for raising me, getting me here, and my 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 friends for being supportive. Thank you, and my wife. I love you. Yeah, that was good. That was close. Great job, there, Jonathan. <laughs> close one there. Um, all right, cinema categories, Jonathan. Congratulations on your first win uh, in cinema categories history. Thank you. Um, really this prank. next segment I want to dive into just real quickly briefly go over it before our cinema or our Suicide Squad review it's going to be called Movie Morals now this is something I, another one I kind of blatantly stole from uh, one of my favorite podcasts run by David Chin called the Slash Filmcast um, but I thought it was a really interesting discussion and we can bring it here to our show so um, what's what's the, the question to ask you guys and, uh, and our listeners is what's the worst thing that you've done involving, you know, movie theaters or um, <laughs> or um, maybe downloading movies illegally at home? Uh, I know for me, this is just something we got to be honest. We got to be transparent, guys. We got to communicate here. <laughs> but We're keep friends. this PG, please, on your voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, feel free to send in voicemails. I want to hear what you guys think as can, well. Can I do like one that I've heard before and pose it as my own story? Uh, yeah, because I have just, two very hey, good ones. Hey, but just don't. But you got to be okay. You All can't right. say the real name. You're All gonna right. have to make That's up fine. a name. That's fine. Because I know for me specifically, actually, my my cousin Brian. Uh, Quotation marks. Br- Brian Polly. Um, there was one time where he had, he had never downloaded a movie illegally before. Um, <laughs> just never before. But there's uh, Oscar season coming up, and there's one movie in particular directed by Martin Scorsese called Wolf of Wall Street that he hadn't seen. And Brian always prided himself on uh, seeing all the films that were that were um, nominated for Best Picture. And so uh, a few weeks before the Oscars, he Brian might have torrented Wolf of Wall Street and watched it at home on his TV. Uh, and uh, Brian actually got an email from <laughs> no. the government. <laughs> Did you really? It wasn't from the government. It was from uh, Verizon. Your cable provider? Yeah. Um, <laughs> basically giving me a warrant, giving Brian a warning. Sorry, excuse me. Uh, uh, but that was, I just remember, I, I didn't torrent a movie after that. One, because I just really, I, I think it is important to, to support the filmmakers. But it brings up um, an interesting topic. Because I know some friends, if they own a movie on DVD, let's say they're going out of town on a trip or something, and they want to have some movies on their, their iPhone, they, they will go out of their way to download a copy of that movie so that they can watch it on their iPhone, knowing that they've already given their money to the filmmakers. Yeah. Um, so I was going to see what you guys thought of that dilemma. Uh, I mean, I don't... It's kind of that weird... It's not illegal, but it's very morally gray. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like nowadays, when you buy a DVD, you get like the digital copy of it. So I guess if this is a long time ago before digital copies, you were just ahead of the game. And, you know, you're just getting, a di- you, were, you were basically getting a digital copy. It was a digital copy, just a different kind of digital copy. <laughs> What's something that you guys or your cousin maybe have done involving movies? So I had a friend once. Um, he told me a story about, this was when the first Twilight movie came out. Um, I don't know if he's listening to this podcast. Already a great start. I really hope he is. So, um, so him and his girlfriend went to Twilight purposefully 
not to watch Twilight, but just make out during all of Twilight. So just the entirety of the movie. So for the entirety of Twilight, him and his girlfriend just made out. Just for all of Twilight. Um, let me reiterate, this is not me and my wife when we were dating, but this was another friend of mine. Um, also, that same friend, uh, they were living on a on a street here in Denton, in a house in, here in Denton, and uh, they were, you know, they were watching a certain television show, uh, The Office, on, uh, he was downloading it offline, and uh, he was the one who paid for the internet. Well, a couple of weeks later, Verizon sent him a nice letter in the mail, kind of like you, that was like, if you continue to do this, you know, you will get we will cancel your service. They were or, illegally downloading The Office? Yes, they were torrenting. Tor- oh, this tor- must have been before Netflix streaming. Yeah, so they were torrenting. This was before Netflix streaming. So, uh, yeah, that was a thing that happened. Um, for me, personally, I think the worst thing that I do, and I still do it, is I take my snacks into the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I do that, too. I, so I go and buy my dollar gummy bears instead of paying $3 and then... Sometimes taking a, a bottle of Coke in there too. So in your cargo sh- cargo my, shorts, my cargo sh- shorts, my cargo sh- shorts. Um, uh, you know, because that's the only reason I have a pair of cargo shorts is to sneak in my mass amounts of candy. So yeah, that's it. What about you, Jonathan? <clears throat> my cousins are pretty moral people. <laughs> you mean uh, Lonathan and? Uh... I can't think of another. Lonathan Jiggins. <laughs> Lonathan Jiggins. Good one, Chris. Um, <laughs> I, I really think the only thing I've ever done in my life is just, if you're underage, under the age of 17, and you want to see, you know, a rated R movie, you can't. And when, you know, your mom, drops, when yeah. your mom drops you off at the movie theater with a $10 bill in your hand, and you're like... Man, what should I see? This PG kids movie or this movie that I want to see? Scream four or whatever. Scream three. You just you kind of just throw caution to the wind because you know you're a kid. Whatever you know, things don't matter when you're a kid, but they matter when you're an adult. But yeah, I, I basically just bought a kids ticket and went I mean, to I think it. and I think in our Sorry, Mom. in our past, I think we've all done the uh, buy a movie ticket and go see two movies with it. Um, at least I have. I mean, let's be transparent here. On those on those Saturdays, we have nothing to do. Yes, I think I don't think I've ever done that, but I have bought a movie ticket and seen a t- seen it at a time earlier, like when we went and saw Jurassic World, mm-hmm. and I saw y- y'all got tickets for the yeah. seven o'clock. See, and that's I got in the, the that's o'clock. that morally gray area where it's like they're getting the money any, anyways. Uh, just, I'm just taking some poor schmuck's seat <laughs> that he was going to sit there uh, awkwardly between all of us. Yeah, but I want to hear. I want to hear, uh, listeners. I want to hear your movie moral dilemmas uh send us a call at a 940 bacon 39 let us know something that you or maybe your cousin did uh and you can even uh you can even remain anonymous not say your name and uh we can just uh hear your dilemma but i think that'll be a fun um you know fun segment to come back to every few weeks i guess before we move on to our next segment i just want to say filmmakers if you're listening to this we want to support your movies uh, That's we really do. Uh, I think now. I mean, I mean, I'm always, I'm always for buying them. I mean, I remember in 2010, I think it was. There was one day where um, I went on a trip for a while, and there's a bunch of good movies coming out. I saw, um, what was it? The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Sherlock Holmes Two, uh, Game of Shadows, and 
uh, what's the uh, Tintin Adventures of Tintin? Those I saw three very different films. Oh no, I love them all though. <laughs> Um, I saw all three of those uh, in the same day uh, at the theater that day, and I bought I bought tickets for all three. I wanted to do it legit, uh, but that was that was the last memory I had of seeing you know a lot of movies at the same time. Anyways, good times. Uh, but yeah, guys, I think we're ready to move on to our feature presentation, our review of Suicide Squad. And now for our feature presentation. Hi, boys. Deadshot uh, shoots people. He's a crocodile, and he eats people, burns people. You're possessed by a witch, and she's just crazy. What was that? I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. This is the deal. You're going somewhere very bad. Whoa. Do something that'll get you killed. Based on the DC comic, the government gives a team of supervillains a chance at redemption. The catch? Their mission will probably kill them all. That is the official IMDb plot description of Suicide Squad, the new Warner Brothers and DC Comics film. Uh, So yeah, I mean, this film um, was a highly anticipated film. Highly anticipated. Coming off of... um, you know the critical mess that was Batman vs Superman. I mean, uh, I mean that movie made a lot of money, but very controversial in terms of um, you know critics and fans' um, uh, opinions. And uh, that was even after Man of Steel, which is another one that was reviewed much better, but it was still um, a very different and like that dark Snyder, you know, visioned Superman that um, not a lot of people dig. Um, <sighs> <laughs> but Chris really wants to talk right now, but I'm going to keep on going to my thing because we'll get to his review. But uh, but yeah, this is a really highly anticipated film that a lot of people were really excited for. We'll get into our 30 second review for a second. But before that, I want to take a look back at our review of Batman vs Superman and some of the things that we were saying about that. It's weird how bad this movie is. It just seemed like it was executed very poorly. Stuff just kind of happened, and you just kind of go with it. This isn't going to clear anything up. <laughs> it's just going to make things more confusing. I don't understand how it could be so bad. So with that said, we had high expectations for Suicide yes. Squad to be better and kind of Um, take the DC Cinematic Universe back on track. David Ayer was leading the way um, for for us, um, a director that would make great films such as End of Watch and Fury. uh, Training Day. Training Day, films that I think uh, all of us on the podcast really loved. Um, But I think you you guys in the next um, few minutes in our non-spoiler 30-second reviews will kind of figure out what our thoughts are on the film. So, who wants to start? Jonathan, you want to start a 30-second review? Sure. Let's pull out the timer and go. The premise was great. These villains coming together and really just trying to save the city. But sadly, um, just like... It was just bad. (laughs) (laughs) It was going to be this uh, creative review. Nope, just bad. Well thought out, but it just didn't execute where... 
say you thought it was gonna execute, and but the, I mean, Will Smith, Margot Robbie were great. Everything else mediocre. I I thought that review was going somewhere, and it just stopped and it ended very quickly, like the movie. So, yeah. uh, Chris and go. Uh, if I could sigh for a whole thirty seconds, I would. Um, yeah, man, totally agree with Jonathan. Just a really cool idea for a movie, and it was executed extremely poorly. Um, Will Smith, Margot Robbie, awesome characters. I actually really liked uh, the character Boomerang. He was pretty good. Um, but I just felt like they were just the bow on the turd that was Suicide Squad. So still stunk, and there's not enough bows you can put on it to make it smell better. Still stinky, not pretty at all. <laughs> so I thought Suicide Squad was a really fun, entertaining movie that we could have done without 100%. Secret Life Secret of Pets. Um, Secret Life of Pets. <laughs> um, uh, I thought David Ayer really tried his best to make a, a fun, like entertaining movie out of this. There's a lot of things that I, that were wrong with the movie. The third act was terrible. Um, the characters um, were just, in my opinion, just weren't good at all. Um, I really enjoyed Will Smith and Margot Robbie in it, like you guys said, but overall, um, just not my cup of tea. Um, so now with those 30 second reviews done, uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit non-spoiler, and then we're gonna jump into spoilers. But um, yeah, this film. Um, so it, it, the concept was kind of like, let's take all these bad guys um, and put them on a team, and then they'll do something good for us, um, even uh, though there's all these other you know, metahumans running around that we could also put a, together as a team. Why didn't we do that? It's good to be bad. It sounds a lot like a movie that we saw about a year and a half, two years ago, called Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That was the exact same movie. That's not what it was. <laughs> with They tried really hard with the, with the soundtrack, too. Just like, oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The same. No, I tell can, Chris does not like this I movie. Can, I know. I, that's, that's trying. I mean, the Guardians of the Galaxy thing, I can see that with the music. But the concept, I mean, it's just... I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like they could have done a really good job with the story, and I mean, I'm 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 gonna try. I'm trying to be positive. Like I really, there's a lot of parts to it that I really enjoyed. I thought it tried to. There's a lot of unique choices it made, mm-hmm. um, and if you would have, if we would have taken away the DC aspect of it and the high expectations, I think that it would have been a perfectly fine regular action movie. Um, I mean, you look at films like Jason Bourne and like different these just action films that. You know, maybe they're not the best, and there's they've got lots of problems with it. But it's like, what do I expect from a big blockbuster, you know, film? Um, but I think we just we we're we're wanting to expect more from these comic book movies now that we've seen what you can do with them. We've seen good movies. Um, we've, seen, uh, we've seen good movies. And so, yeah, I don't know that the story. I feel like it relied on on all these things to work out perfectly and it's just there's so many things uh, that happened um with the story i mean why so you have um you know a giant lizard guy a crocodile guy you have a guy that you know shoots fire and then uh you have a girl with the bat a guy that's a really <laughs> good shot and then a dude with the boomerang i'm like why like how are these people but then you also have the military guys that are just exactly as good as them uh and the guy who can climb walls actual good henchmen that can shoot things actual good henchmen that can shoot things is something we haven't seen before so (laughs) they really changed the game in that regard man 
the, the stormtroopers, uh, uh, stormtrooper curse. Uh, Have we but, seen their helmets? Don't fit their heads. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I'd say let's get to let's get to spoilers right now, um, just so we can talk a little bit more about the film, guys. Let's talk about um, let's talk about some of the characters. So, Deadshot, um, I think, with Will Smith at the helm, I think was probably the strongest. Um, developed character like yeah. the one that you're supposed to um like empathize the most with with him having a daughter and you know him actually you know having human emotions yeah. uh what, what did you guys think of will smith's performance he, he made a really good 1970s pimp um in his really cool suede hat and his jacket i didn't really understand that costume I, that whatever was happening there with that costume selection but it's called style <laughs> you had it's though um he was cosplaying leon bridges oh my gosh um yeah i i felt i felt like he was just i thought his character was really good um and i thought his character was great i thought they did a really great job with him um kind of building that story um but i've i felt like if anything it could have they could have just made a dead shot movie not a suicide squad movie um I felt like there was there were some strong characters within the film. They could have just made their own movies and not done this film at all. So I don't know. I I think that could have changed things there. So I don't know what you think. I also agree that I feel like Will Smith after After Earth, um, his career kind of took like you know it was it's pretty bad for a while there. But I feel like his really being so involved with this character and trying to flesh it out so you actually empathize and feel for him. Really helped this redeem. Is the re- this is the reason he didn't do Independence Day. Yes. The sequel. Good to know, Ryan. Well, this movie probably made more money than the Independence Day sequel, so I feel like he made a, a good decision. He made but, it? I mean, I think he's... he. <laughs> I think him and Margot Robbie as um, Harley Quinn are probably the strongest yeah. points. I thought... Uh, and I'll get I'll get more into my thoughts on the characters as a whole after this, but I thought her performance as Harley Quinn was... I mean... You really like the character, like yeah. she. I mean, way over sexualized. But um, when you see her in like cartoons and games, and the the character, she did Harley not. Quinn. Yeah, yeah. You want to imagine her to be fleshed out in that way, but and to actually like her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you do. Yeah, she did not pass the Becknell test. <laughs> <laughs> no, Whitney would not be proud of this movie. Um, uh, I'm not proud of this movie. Either. <laughs> I don't think any of us are. Um, but yeah, I thought um, so. The Joker, um, you know, we all we all you know. There's lots of excitement about the new Joker, especially after Heath Ledger's legendary performance as the character. Um, and then um, you got our you know, Thirty Seconds to Mars friend uh, come in. Um, you see his tattoos and the promo images um, coming up. You know his his grill, which apparently is was described as uh, Batman was so mad at him he beat his teeth in and that's why he has a grill um that was what the director explained but uh so I'd but love to actually see that yeah i feel like and i think that's <laughs> like the separation between like a marvel movie and a dc movie is like dc has to fill in the blanks after the film is made well, up for well, cleanup I, but marvel like does a good job of explaining the story yeah for us. and i think that's part of what they wanted to do though with just like already establishing this world as existing and just kind of we're you know we already know who the joker is we already know who batman is so just like just to join them you know halfway through which i think is kind of like marvel's doing with spider-man yeah just like marvel's doing but i think they probably could have done a better job 
uh, with that. Like Marvel's uh, Joe and Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> We're yet to see that. We gotta be more fair, you guys. I so here's the thing. <laughs> Sorry, I would man. love. To, I would love to be more fair about this movie. I really would. But the problem is, I don't. I I kind of go back to like Air. We've seen we've seen all the movies that he's made. He's made Fury. He's made End of Watch. He's made Training Day. Like three. Really fantastic. He's made sabotage. Oh, he made sabotage too with Arnold Schwarzenegger. But still, these were three three of these awesome movies. I really don't feel like this was his movie. I don't think that was his, this was his movie at all. Which didn't we hear like there's like a ton of cuts I as guess, well. Guess we'll never. Yeah, they they hired the the people who cut the trailer to also cut a version of the film. Yeah, I don't feel like I don't think that, that this was actually the movie that he wanted, and so I feel like that's a, a big reason why the movie's so muddled. Because it was never his movie to begin with. He had it. He had the idea, but then it kind of got thrown out the window. So I don't know. I kind of like though how they somehow implemented, even with all the cuts, just like snippets of what could be to come. Like when they mention like the penguin being like a criminal in like the underworld. Yeah, that, that was really cool. That was a thing. Yeah. When was that? Second act. I missed yeah. that. I guess I was asleep. I don't know. Yeah. When was this? No, that's okay. So the scene when, uh, so you know when Joker, stupidest scene in the movie in my opinion. <laughs> Guys, can we talk about the Joker um, with the chemicals and Car- Harley Quinn? Oh my gosh! So there's a whole segment when it plays that you know rap song, and then Harley Quinn. He's like, "What would you do for me?" And he he was like, "Would you die for me?" Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Would you die for would me?" Would you live for me? Uh, and then she dives into the chemicals, and they're floating around in the chemicals. I'm like, "Wouldn't they be dead?" <laughs> <laughs> and it's just random in the middle of the movie, and then it cuts to something else. Cuts that, back to the staircase. What the? Yeah, That's, right back to it. Well, that that whole love story was just. A, I felt like there wasn't enough, like backstory. And again, one of the things that DC doesn't do well is like set a story so that you care about the characters. I felt like there wasn't enough background and storytelling to go with this relationship that was hard, which with this like really incredible story relationship we've seen in like the batman like the uh what was the, the, animated, the series? animated series you you saw that being matured and evolving but this you didn't see that it was just like they're in a relationship it's complicated but they love each other and then they hate each other and now he's surrounded by knives and guns and baby clothes and he they gotta go get him what and, what happened and it's hard because they only showed the joker for i think like a total of six minutes in the whole movie you you've got to think that they have you had they had other ideas for his character and it just didn't work for the film and they just had to cut it all out. I mean, like what what was your favorite scene of the film, Chris? My favorite scene of the film. Uh, go to Jonathan so I can think about Jonathan. This. What was your favorite scene of the film? <laughs> all of the Harley Quinn cutbacks, cut cutbacks, flashbacks, especially when she got the letter. It was really quick, but she got the letter from her uh, her dad. Um, it was, but it was addressed from like a prison so her, apparently she had father issues and that's why she kind of <laughs> went along this way to becoming Harley Quinn after it's, the torture that's so interesting so. I didn't even like I, I didn't, didn't get that see this what, what? Was really I feel like quick. I watched it much a completely different film than all of you did it was really quick <laughs> Jonathan did you even watch the movie <laughs> not at all I didn't even see it <laughs> you, you didn't see Suicide Squad <laughs> You really didn't see Suicide Squad? I saw some clips that were, that were <laughs> on a camera in the theater, and, th- and that was good for me. So, 
I just didn't have time. I didn't. Spoiler alert, Jonathan didn't see Suicide Squad. He's making up a movie that didn't exist. If you could see Chris's face, though, while I was explaining I was like, it. John- Jonathan, Jonathan told, told me shortly before the episode that he hadn't seen it, so I was going along with it. Uh, I was gonna. He was like, "That makes it a better movie." If I would have seen it, so much. You should have kept going. I really wanted to know. Oh um, man, I bet your movie that you think in my head, this movie is this fantastic. Movie. Like after seeing the trailer and then seeing the oh pirated videos from the phones, should, I think you should leave it um, from from what you've seen. Yeah, like, you just, should just for the rest of the podcast just describe the movie that you think it was. We're going off the trailer and from the video that was recorded in theater <laughs> from the phone cameras. I liked it. Oh so that's it. Gosh. Did you really look up clips for it? Yeah, on my Instagram sometimes it pops up with like a really bad quality video. On your like squad. search page? Yeah, on the explore page. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then, oh my gosh. This, that, uh, was great. that was great. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Uh, You're like, yeah, it cuts back to the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. There was this <laughs> sweet queen song and uh, like this jet thing and the Joker's there. Uh, but seriously, yeah. What was your favorite scene in the movie? My favorite scene of the whole movie. I mean, I really liked the, f- the whole first section. I... A lot of people didn't like the like introductions. I loved the way that they did the introductions for each character. Um, I like that they're able to like hint at um, their backstories with you know the info. It reminded me a lot of like uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, where it says Scott twenty two is blah 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 blah. Um, like they were able to say you know Harley Quinn, um, Joker's sidekick, um, killed Robin. Basically, is what they like. I like that they had that that backstory. Uh, and the way that it started off very energetic um, uh, introducing all the characters um, but yet by far my least favorite Enchantress you mean Octopus Enchantress with her wavy arms terrible villain Enchantress Enchantress Uh, Enchantress. terrible villain um, terrible um, her brother I mean it was just executed just not well Um, and it's another, um, you know, laser in the sky, um, third act in a comic book movie, which I, I mean, I think you, we just kind of put it in reverse and go backward. We don't need any more no. laser in the sky. Stop that. Um, it's every Michael Bay movie ever. I mean, every Marvel movies, like half the Marvel movies are laser in the sky. It's just been <laughs> overdone. It's, it's Iron Man. Uh, Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, they all had yeah. laser in the sky. Um, so comic book movies, stop shooting lasers into the sky put no more sky portals um <laughs> but there's one thing that really um kind of after the thinking about the movie what really um kind of kind of was off-putting to me was the fact that there's all these bad characters that are terrible people i mean not just like gardens of the galaxy where they're thieves and you know they're um you know they maybe you know um killed a bunch of bad dudes um they kill people like like Drax, like we're trying like they're trying to make us like serial killers. Um, they're trying to make us like you know psychopaths. Um, these people that just did terrible thing like killing like government employees, doing all this stuff. It's just like thinking about it afterwards. I'm like, why do we like these characters? Like why are and it's not like they're they're wanting to be like forgiven or they're wanting to turn back. Diablo, the character, actually really wanted to do good, and they're like forcing him to do bad, and then we're supposed to cheer for that, you know? Because um, I'm the scene at the 
Jonathan, we're we're spoiling this already. I don't even care. Sorry. Um, if you're talking about it, I probably saw some sort of clip. Tell me, tell me. I need you to sum up. Can you just sum up the ending real quick for that movie, please, Bryce? Okay. Yeah. So I actually saw that. So basically, <clears throat> everything's over. The main government woman comes up. Everything's fine. Joker comes with a big helicopter, starts shooting a machine gun at everybody, and then Harley Quinn's like, "Oh my god, reminiscing!" And then she jumps to the helicopter, grabs onto it. The black woman's like, "Shoot him!" Best shot, and then he's like, looks at her, and then like misses his shot. He's like, "I missed. You won't see your family again." So that's the end of the movie. That's what I saw. I, w- I yeah. wish that's. I wish ended. that was the end of the movie, but uh, it didn't. There's, In my movie, that's how it ended. There's another thirty minutes. Um, <laughs> no, that's not true. Unfortunately, there was another thirty <laughs> minutes of this movie. End. No, it was not the end. Uh, no, there's uh, an, my head. That's the end. There's another scene where Joker um, takes Harley Quinn away um, at the end. No, but uh, I just it it was very off-putting to me that uh, you know where even like Deadshot, like at the end where it's this nice moment with his daughter um, when he can you know hang out with his daughter for an hour outside of jail and he's talking about like. You know, she's doing math and he's comparing it to like killing people. And I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, I just, it just, I, I couldn't get on board with that, that whole I idea. Just, I feel like, I mean, we already, we've really walked into spoiler territory, but the biggest problem I had with this movie was twofold. The first part of this, the, the whole, was just that I thought the, thought the beginning editing was terrible. Like, you introduce two characters, Viola Davis talks about Suicide Squad, and then it's like, and then it's like screen, like Suicide Squad, and then they introduce the rest of the characters. And then the fact that Viola Davis had Enchantress's heart the whole time, and she could have just stabbed it, and it would have been all over, and everything would have been fine. Instead, she just puts a whole little pencil holes in it, and no big deal. But the thing that irks me the most is that her brother, Enchantress's brother, was just in like a was on a shelf, and it was just in a shelf, and they didn't they didn't put it somewhere, hid her brother somewhere else. She just like walks into um, a locked room and smashes it, and her brother is released into the world. That's it, and then he makes things into spiky ice beams. That's his evil power. Jonathan is currently looking at me, really confused. Well, he has octopus arms, too. In my movie, this doesn't happen, so I don't know what... It just doesn't make... It didn't make sense. Like, there was no... And that was the part where I'm like, I've seen David Ayer movies. Like, I've seen his films. And they, even as bad as Sabotage was, and all these other ones were, it just wasn't this. Chris, directors have the ability to make bad... Good directors I, make the, yes, have, can make bad movies, but this isn't his film. I will continue to, to I will continue to argue the fact that I don't think this was his movie, and he will continue to argue the fact that it is because he got paid millions of dollars to continue to say that. But that's I guess that's my fear is that they're going to continue bringing directors on and they're going to just drag their names through the dirt. That's my like. Granted, Zack Snyder he hasn't made like I don't know, but I don't know. I just I, that's kind of my thing that kind of hurts a little bit, but. I don't know, but I really, I think there was a lot of great stuff from this movie that just need to be tweaked a lot, so, yeah. Well, I think we've we've kind of mined all that we, we, we could talk about Suicide Squad. <laughs> we obviously don't really like this movie that much. I thought there's, there's some promising things that, that it did. Um, it was it was entertaining. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jonathan can agree. He can loved agree. the movie. Man, you really enjoyed the fifteen minutes. <laughs> Just watch the trailer movie. over and over again. Yeah, the trailer I mean the trailers were so great. <laughs> so like good. seriously, the trailers were really good. Uh but yeah, I mean we 
we've got to just keep on hoping. We've got Wonder Woman next. Wonder Woman was one of my favorite parts of Batman vs Superman. Hey, Batman movie's coming. The yeah. Ben Affleck is the directing. solo Batman movie. The rumored storyline for Batman is um, him getting locked in Arkham with all the well, all of his um, you know villains. Um, so that's I mean Arkham Asylum. That would be a pretty cool storyline for for the film. So let's we can hope. Uh, yeah, let's do it, Ben. Let's see it, man. I want that movie. But uh, let's go around and how about me and Chris can uh, give bacon strips for? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, give it two bacon strips. Uh, it's going to get one bacon strip for me, unfortunately. So I think our cinema bacon average, including Jonathan's, the uh, trailer gets a five. <laughs> so uh, evens out in a three and a half. Sorry, cinema bacon average is going to be uh, one and a half bacon oh, strips. Um, I think that's the lowest. Of all the movies that we reviewed, it might have been Batman vs Superman was pretty low, uh, but yeah, it might Suicide Squad might have been lower, uh, which is <laughs> surprising. Um, but you guys, thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cinema Bacon. Feel free to stick around for after the show um, to listen to our listener voicemails. Thank you guys so much for leaving those nine four zero Bacon thirty nine to leave yours. Uh, but until next time, I'm your host Ryan Polly, Chris Newby. I'm Jonathan Higgins, and you guys have a crispy. Crispy day. Cinema bacon, 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 cinema but I thought I'd call into the hotline to give you a little review of what I thought about the Suicide Squad. I liked it. I was pretty entertained for the first part. Um, and I had heard, of course, so many terrible reviews, but I was thinking, this is not as bad as everyone said it was, but towards the end, I really felt it drop off. And regardless whether a movie is about superheroes or not, I think uh, a movie is only as good as its villain. And I did not really like the villain. I didn't like the villain um, in Suicide Squad. And so that really affected um, my view of the movie. And I think they could have written a much stronger, a much stronger story with a different villain. Um, and, you know, I really love Cara Delevingne, so I no hate on her necessarily, um, but I just was not super amped about her character. Um, I really did like Jared Leto's performance. I know not everyone did, but I thought he did very well, and um, I wish I could have seen a little bit more of him. I also really loved Margot Robbie, like everyone has. She did excellent. Um, but the story was just kind of blah for me, and um, it was just a really long movie, like a lot of superhero movies are, and they really tried to tie it into some other DC movies, um, which I'm not particularly interested in, so that was just a little bit distracting for me, and I feel like unnecessary. So, um, yeah, sorry to not give this a sparkling review, but it had some problems, and I would much rather go back and watch an old Marvel classic like Spider-Man. Um, 
to tell you the truth. But anyway, that's my Suicide Squad review. It was a bit long. Um, what I've been watching, I watched How to Make It in America over the last few weeks. Um, old HBO show. It's basically Silicon Valley, but in New York City. Um, and, yeah, I like it. So, anyway, uh, I guess I'll see you guys. Talk to you later. Well, hello there, son of Michael. This is Russ Stevenson. I'm a cattle rancher in Montana. I recently heard your uh, little radio cast about wrangling things. I could not find it on my TV set. I was trying to tune in. Sounds pretty cool. You know, a whole television show devoted to, you know, wrangling cattle. Sounds like a pretty fun thing for me. But I just want to say, you know, you guys talked about it like it was some sort of Star Wars for regular people. I just want to say, that's actually Lonesome Dumb, which is like the greatest miniseries in all time. That man got bit on the face by a water moccasin. They were just chasing them cows. They fought them Indians. I'm just saying, you guys should consider uh, just doing a whole one of your radio broadcasts about the uh, Lonesome Dove. I think you guys might enjoy it. It's just, again... It's so good. Thanks for the recommendation. I'll have to find this wrangling thing somewhere, maybe on like HBO or uh, I don't know, uh, home garden television or something. But I'll take a look. Thanks, fellows. I have a good one.